Today, silver, gold, or cash. Take your pick. When times are tough, that's where people go to. Great to have your company on the Money Minutes for another week. That start the week with a little bit of you too, silver and gold. And that's what this episode of the Money Minutes is really all about. It's about silver, gold, and cold, hard cash. And right now, what you should do with it. I want to take you first off, however, to the Reserve Bank Assistant Governor of Financial Markets, a bloke called Christopher Kent. He was talking about cash, where they think it's going to go to, And strangely, why it is right now with record low interest rates that the banks are awash with cash. Have a listen. So the actions of the Reserve Bank have contributed to historically low funding costs for banks. Also, banks have benefited from an influx of low cost deposits. Uh, Some of that has come from businesses that tapped their lines of credit, but then left those funds on deposit. So the most interesting part about that is not only are people prepared because they're so defensive to put their money in the bank and sit on it with zero interest rates or next to zero interest rates. That's because they're fearful of putting it anywhere else where they might lose it. But then the second part about it is that businesses have actually taken their lines of credit, drawn them down and stuck them in the bank. Now that says business is being incredibly defensive. In other words, they're half expecting some form of credit squeeze that the banks, if they suddenly get a raft of bad and doubtful debts, will draw down and squeeze those lines of credit, take them away. Because let's say, for example, you're sitting there, you need it for your financing of your business, and you've got a couple of million bucks in a line of credit that you use for your import-export business. Your bank comes along and says, listen, sorry, we're cutting you in half. You've now only got a million dollars line of credit It could be the difference between that business succeeding and failing. That's why business right now is drawing down that cash, putting it in the bank. A fascinating thing to watch that. But then there's a second part about this. And that is what happens if interest rates not only stay where they are at record lows, but is there now the chance that we might see here and overseas negative interest rates? They said it couldn't happen. Our sense is uh, it's not helpful, not going to be helpful in the current circumstances. It's also not clear just how helpful it's been elsewhere, even in economies where it has been used. 
one thing I'd mention in that regard is just that where it has been moved into negative territory, central banks that still have further room to move potentially into fur- further into negative territory haven't really pursued that option. Uh, of course, one of the problems is it impinges on banks' profitability and therefore their willingness to lend. So that's not helpful for macroeconomic conditions. So that's Christopher Kent again uh, from the Reserve Bank. And it's not the preferred option of the Reserve Bank. But that being said, neither was quantitative easing, where the Reserve Bank is buying back government bonds. That wasn't the preferred position, but they ended up doing it. So you can never say never. Now, it's interesting to note that in the United States, the head of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, has also indicated that they would prefer not to have negative interest rates. But the one thing you know is that others sitting out there watching it are really conscious of the fact that if interest rates are so low, if the world's awash with cash, then why not put your money somewhere where it is going to be safe, where it's not going to deteriorate? And that is gold. Now, one of the really great analysts and fund managers around the world who's been you know, a genius in identifying emerging markets and in commodities as well is a guy called Mark Mobius, who I've interviewed in the past. Now, he was interviewed by Bloomberg just a day or so ago. Here's a little of what he said about the prospects for gold. Well, I think one thing you have to remember that when interest rates are high, people will tell you, oh, you're holding gold. Gold does not pay any interest. But when interest rates are zero or near zero, then gold is an attractive uh, medium to have because you don't have to worry about not getting interest on your gold. And you see the gold price will rise as uncertainty in the markets are, uh, are rising. By the way, one of the other interesting things about gold, and I haven't looked at the numbers recently, is uh, what the supply coming out of the mines is going to be with this COVID. I assume that uh, mine output should be declining for gold. And that, of course, puts additional pressure upwards on the price. So I've actually done Mark a bit of a favour. I've gone out and had a look at Australia's three big gold producers, Newcrest, Northern Star and Evolution. Now, in this particular case, in the last quarter's results that have come out, you have seen quarterly record sales of gold from Northern Star notwithstanding the fact that their operations in Alaska were affected by coronavirus. There were miners there that were affected. On the other side, Newcrest has come out and said its operations are not affected at all anywhere in the world by coronavirus. Its production was up 7% quarter on quarter. And then Evolution, based in Australia, it's come out with 218,000 ounces of gold in the past quarter. Now, that is significantly ahead of the three previous quarters. In other words, they're going flat out while they can. So the answer to Mark Mobius's question is not as he expects that there's less being produced, but the demand is out there for gold right now that these companies are capitalizing on the gold price going to this world record price, $1,900 US an ounce. And of course, in Australian dollar terms, also a record price because while the dollar's relatively low and the gold price is high, then the Australian miners like Evolution, Northern Star and also Newcrest are getting record amounts of money through the door. Here now is Jake Klein, who is the chief executive of Evolution, talking again about the prospects of the gold price 
in today's financial environment? I, I really think what you've got is an environment where you know, governments are needing to print this money. Uh, you're getting all these fiscal stimulus programs. Australia announced its, its biggest deficit ever or, or since World War II. Yes, uh, there is a need for fisc fiscal stimulus. Uh, and and in, a, in an environment where you have real yields now down to almost zero, uh, in some cases negative, uh, you have this wave of money that is looking for a home. And as I keep coming back to the fact that gold is the one currency that can't be printed, it is becoming more and more at front of investors' minds that every investor is looking for an exposure to gold. And again, I say that our job at Evolution is to make ourselves an attractive opportunity for those investors. So you see, the expectation is from people like Jake Klein and Mark Mobius and others that the gold price is going to keep on going. Now, you've seen some pretty ambitious targets on the gold price of even up to $2,300 US an ounce. I'm not sure it's going there. But what it's actually showing you is that right now the gold price is a hedge against things going genuinely south, a hedge against the prospect of negative interest rates. But you can see how defensive the world is right now with those record amounts of cash sitting inside banks. Businesses have been drawing down lines of credit and just parking that money for no interest virtually inside their banks. And this is what you've got to watch for. And so the reason why gold shares and in particular Australian gold shares are so, so well attractive to so many investors is, of course, unlike a gold bar, they can also pay a dividend. In the case of, say, Evolution I looked at, its dividend policy is that 50% of cash flow will go out to the dividends. So while they're making record amounts of revenue from the record gold price and the increased production that they're achieving, then the shareholders quite clearly are being paid in ways that they can't if they're simply sitting on cash or sitting on gold. The real issue is, however, if things turn around as they have in the past, that the gold market can be a very fickle beast, just like the stock market. Anyway, that's it for the Money Minutes for today. Thanks for your company. I'm Ross Greenwood. Should we go out with a little bit more U2 today? I reckon so. Here's Silver and Gold.